And now we begin the last, the seventh lecture of Parshas Mitzoro. Very, very briefly, it's only several psukim, four, I believe. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, I'm sorry. Five psukim, and uh, we have completed the rather lengthy and detailed Parsha of Mitzoro, and in some years, the lengthy Parshios of Tazriya Amitzoro. We have that we're dealing now with the Zova. Remember, there are two types of flows of blood from a woman, Zova and Nida. Nida is the natural flow. If a woman, in HaTorah, remember biblically, this is the meaning of the Psukim. This is not the Halacha as we understand it today, post-Chazal, post, meaning post-Gemara and post-Shulchan uh, But rather, in HaTorah. A nida is a woman who shows menstrual blood. She is tome, whether she shows one drop once or flows constantly for seven days. During those seven days, she is tome, her bed, her chair, etc., tome, etc. The end of those seven days goes to the mikveh. She is tohor. That's the end of that. No requirement of seven clean days. Certainly no requirement of korbonos. And then there is a woman who continues to menstruate in the time period after those seven days. And she does so for three consecutive days. Then she is called a zova. And a zova has in many ways the same halachos as a nida, but in some ways a different halacha. The one way that she's different is that she bleeds, let's say, for day, uh, 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 day 11, day 12, day 13. Then... Uh, she has to then count, before she becomes Torah, seven clean days of seeing no blood whatsoever, no uh, uterine blood. Then on day eight, and she goes to the mikveh, understood. On day eight, what happens? Then she has to bring korbanos. This is not a nida. This is a zova. It's an occasional occurrence. For most people, it might happen never in their lifetime. Maybe it happens a few times, but not regularly. So on day eight... After the seven clean days, she must bring the karbonos hazovo, two pigeons, two doves. She brings these doves or pigeons to the kohen, to the door, the gate, to the courtyard of the temple. The kohen makes one as a korban chatos, a sin offering, and the other as an ola offering, a burnt offering. Now the Kohen can bring about forgiveness for her from her uh, Tomei Zov. So that's the halacha of a Zova. Now the Torah continues with its grand finale, a few psukim which summarizes uh, much of what we've studied from our study of the male Zav through our study of the male Shich Vazera, male sperm through our study of the female Nida through our study of the female Zova and the Torah says by keeping these halachos you will separate you will distance the Jewish people from their Tumah in this way they won't deserve death of having approached my Mishkan in their state of Tumor. As Rashi says, from here we see that there is a serious punishment. Kores, death from heaven. Heavenly decree of death upon a person who is 
mitame mikdash, who knowingly, in the state of tumah, enters the precincts of the base of mikdash. If you keep these halachos here, you will be careful in the process to, when you're tumay, to realize you're tumay and to remain, you know, go to daven somewhere else, not in the precincts of the base of mikdash. Zos toras hazov asher Rashi understands this pasuk to mean as follows. As I told you when we studied together a few days ago about the tumor of the zov, the male zov, if he sees this flux once, no problem. Twice, problem. He has to have tahara seven days, but no karbonos. Three times, zov bal shalostrios, wait the seven days, and the karbonos. How do we know that seeing one ziva, one zov who sees one riyah, only once is garnished, no problem. He's only Tomei for that one day. He's not Tomei seven days from this posuk. The way Rashi reads this posuk, this is the meaning. Zos Torah Hazov. This is the Torah. This is the halacha. This is the rule about a Zov, meaning a person who was only Zov once. He only saw this flux once. Then, he had the same aloch as if he had seen sperm once. Where he's tummy for that day, goes to the mikveh, nightfall, he's Torah. So we've also studied the Torah of a woman who um, is flowing with blood. She's, she's seeing blood, whether nida zovo. Vahazoves zovo. And the zov who has Two reels or three reels. La zocha, The male situation, the female situation. And also, we've learned about Dula Ish, Asher Yishkav Imtemeya, about a man who sleeps with, who has sexual relations with a woman who is Tameya, and how he takes upon himself, he replicates, in essence, the tumor of the woman with whom he slept. This is the end of Parshas Mitzorah. And so, by finishing Parshas Mitzorah, and I will take leave of you now because I've only uh, been assigned the two Parshios of Tazria and Mitzorah, I've tried to teach them in a way that would reflect the meaning of the Posuk and give as much detail as possible without confusing you or going far beyond the meaning of the Posuk. But I want to caution you. Number one, I may have made mistakes along the way because it's so complex and technical and I'm a human being. I may have made errors, so don't you know, live your life by what I've helped try to teach you, number one. But number two, there are many things which I deliberately abbreviated or sometimes even omitted in the interests of clarity. And Finally, as much as we studied, we've learned a lot together in these 14 lectures, seven for Tazriya, seven for Mitzorah, but there's still much, much more to learn. So this is the conclusion of lecture number seven of Parshas Mitzorah, which is lecture number 14 of the double Parshios, Tazriya and Mitzorah.